You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you call me Carl. And here on True Way Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. And this episode marks the 20th episode of True Way Gaming to me. That is a milestone. And I didn't come alone for this episode. From this episode, I brought a special guest. You heard my man before. Amen. The uh, wall crawler is now on the show, aka Tony. Tony, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? There you go. What's up? Everything's good. You know? Congratulations. 20 episodes in. Thank you. Thank you, bro. It's. It's amazing. It's amazing, especially uh, looking back on history, you know, because uh, when I first started Chewy Gaming, um, actually, I started before and I think I went nine episodes in and then that's it. I gave up, <laughs> you know, or, or, you know, stuff happened um, years ago where, you know, I, I left the show um, and then I restarted it. And there we go. Continuing, you know, on the grind and 20 episodes in, I I'm super happy. You know, I'm super happy, and uh, and I thank you, listeners, also for your support. I really sincerely appreciate you, and uh, God bless you all. And yeah, thank you. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, you got over the ten episode hump. Yeah, the 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 podcast graveyard is what it's called. Yeah. There you go. And uh, I'm glad I'm not dead. I'm alive. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> good to be here, huh? Yeah, it's uh, I love living. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't here for all of that. I, I I was a listener. I was on the other side, but. Right, right. It's good <laughs> to be on this side. Oh, absolutely. I hope this is, uh, you know, not the last. I hope this is a start of many, even though you've been on the show before. But yeah. So, <laughs> so on this episode, Tony, right, we have a lot to talk about. There's, there's a few topics that we're going to be hitting up. And um, yeah, let's get right into it. And can we, uh, get, the, yeah. can we get the bad news out the way? <laughs> the bad news? Absolutely. I, I think I would definitely love to hear your view on this bad news no no uh this is a secret topic that i was telling you about oh okay what do you bad news i don't know what were you considering bad news something involving halo infinite and the audience already heard me okay that's not all that bad for me oh you saying i actually feel like crying now (laughs) like what how does that have bad news well i'm curious about that i'm sure the listeners are curious about this secret topic so lay it on me my brother What, what you got all right, man. Today, can I say the day we're recording? Absolutely. All right, it's September second. The supposed release date for Rico London, <laughs> and it was a huge letdown this morning at six a.m. <laughs> when I checked every single website to find out that Rico London did not drop today. You know what? You're right. To me, this is definitely uh, so much more disappointing than um. Than Halo Infinite, so you know what? I'm glad you brought this up. I'm glad. I'm so glad. Um, so do you want to tell the story of like why this game is so important and why we're looking forward to Rico London? Absolutely. I was just gonna get to that. Yeah, like uh, <clears throat> so Rico is a first-person shooter, and um, it's it's on the Nintendo Switch, it's on the Xbox One, and it's funny because I end up first buying the the physical copy for Nintendo Switch, 
when I got my Nintendo Switch, me, I love first-person shooters. You know that. Listeners know that. And I was like, man, in, in a Nintendo Switch, there is... Um, actually, surprisingly, there's a lot of first-person shooters on the Switch, but the majority of them are digitally. So I was looking up one day, unless, you know, what... And it didn't uh, make it onto your list, which I'm upset about, but yeah, go ahead. Right. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was my mistake, you know. I, I, you know, it's a long list. But um, That's another reason why I brought this up, just so that you could... Give it a shout out. Oh, there you go. Yeah, shout out to Rico. <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm trying to pull it together, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there was one day I, I, I was looking for a list. Yeah, of first one shooter games that have physical uh, copies on Nintendo Switch. I love owning my games physicals, um, like I mentioned in a previous episode. And uh, yeah, Rico was one of the games, so I picked it up and. I was like, man, it's it's a cooperative first-person shooter. Um, it's cool because it's it's based on the Rico Act from nineteen. Uh, twenty was it nineteen eighty? I can look it up. Keep on explaining. I'll look it up. Okay, cool. <laughs> Around there, in other words, and basically, it's like, um, you know, police, you know, the, the, you know, it was crime passed so- in nineteen seventy. Oh, okay, the Racketeer 19- Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act, Rico. Even though the game isn't like super heavy into that, it's kind of just arcade. But yeah, that's what it's based on. And I don't, it doesn't even take place in the seventies. So there's a lot of modern stuff in there, you know. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't think. So, well, yeah, it doesn't have to. You know, it just got passed in the seventies. You know, right, it's right, still yeah. an active thing that's going on now. So exactly, and that's where the game sort of like takes up. It's like a modern day Rico act, you know, because crime is crazy and there's so many uh you know drug lords etc and you know um they're the police or justice department has formed uh, an exclusive squad that you get to partake in four characters it's funny they form a squad of four characters to take down a criminal empire i don't know why they only choose four but you know it's a game and uh no but it's really cool you get to play as four different characters and um the game is cooperative split screen and also online cooperative and it's really cool because there, there's a case mode where you're trying to take down the kingpin, and you're trying to you're you're, you're working on a case, and you're trying to take out his lieutenants, and uh, there's like multiple levels, etc. And then you you and with a cooperative buddy, a friend, um, you get to per level, you know, kick down doors like breach. Um, uh, well, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but let's say we have to like uh, take down a apartment complex, right? Because it's all drug that is in there. Um, we will we have to go up each floor and then we will have to breach each room and when we kick down a door to, to breach into a room or an apartment uh you know bullet uh, time slows down for like five seconds and it, it's really it, it really has these epic moments when you go into slow motion with a quad buddy like all right i'll take on the three to the left and you tell me you take on the two dudes to the right and you're just like blasting all these dudes or whatever and literally you're, you're breaching every room and is just straight up action and you're looking for evidence as well and you have to clear out the building it's yeah it's it's really awesome i i find it um a unique arcade first person shooter you know it has a unique feel to it it does feel like call of duty it has its own feel and that's actually that's why um what i love about it you know Tony, yeah it's so yeah it's so simple i like that it's just it's just one goal get in the building clear all the rooms and then get out you know, and I, the slow motion is just like the cherry on top. I know you love it for the slow motion. I love but it. But even love if it. it didn't have that slow motion, like kicking in the door, slow-mo activated, I would still love it. 
because I just love the idea of a simple get in there, take everybody, come back out. And then I like the cases like you were mentioning too, where you start a case and they give you, depending on the case, you could get 24 hours, 18 hours. And this is real life time that you're working with. So if you start it one night, you could continue it the next day, but you're, you're still on the clock. It could run out and the case is over. Um, but they're usually not that hard. It doesn't take that long. It could take like an hour to an hour and a half or something. But yeah, it's just really good. It's a really good arcade game. And it was Carl's recommendation, and I loved it. We started it on the Switch split screen, but then once we switched over, <laughs> once we switched over to Xbox, that's when it really entered my heart. You know, and now it has a place in my heart. So yeah, when the game started dropping like 500 Gs, you know, gamer score, I was oh, like, yeah. man, I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful <laughs> game for achievements, and we got all of them. Like we beat it fully. Yeah. Like we got all the achievements. Well, well, we, we didn't unlock all the skins camels. yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for every gun, and it's cool. And I love the arsenals of guns too. Uh, that's what I really love about it too. The the choice, and uh, I guess one small thing that we forgot to mention also is when you in case mode, when um, every level, depending on how many challenges you do, there's also objectives. I shouldn't say challenges. Uh, but yeah, how many objectives you do and you complete, um, you rack up um, armory points. So as where before you go to the next mission, you get to spend those points on buying um, upgraded weapons. Uh, because at the first level, you start off with just a pistol. Um, and then depending on how many um, objectives you complete, uh, before you go into the second level, you get to use those armory points to buy attached for the pistol and also buy a secondary weapon. And then you can also buy health. You could buy armor, etc. And uh, it, it's really, yeah, it's just really cool. You know, so I, I highly, we, we highly recommend picking up this game it's, it's yeah, really that, awesome that's a big point to the game too the, exactly that every time you start a new case you're starting from scratch again you're starting with just a pistol so you're unlocking these weapons again and attachments and you have to manage your health and yeah that's a big fun aspect of the game it was legit times where we were sweating because well, excuse me i was sweating because oh i was sweating too yeah <laughs> you weren't alone yeah we're alone okay that's good i'm glad to hear that because, uh, yeah, especially when we went to the harder levels, but we're about to approach the kingpin, and we only have like twenty five health, uh, twenty five health, excuse me, and we have no more revives, so we had to play really. Or what it says, defuse four bombs in like thirty oh seconds. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah funny. Oh my god, yeah, because I think right by accident, me and you, we didn't finish clearing out the first floor. We forgot to defuse a bomb, and then we went on to the second floor, and I think the third floor. So we legit had to like defuse, I think, four bombs in a span of 50 seconds. Yeah. And we had to find, we didn't know where they were. We had to go each, you know, search thoroughly each floor to find the bomb room. It's just so awesome. Um, yeah, but, in, case we, in case we didn't mention that, it's also random, uh, procedurally generated levels. So you can never memorize them. Oh, it's so you'll a, never yes. know where the bomb is at. You'll never know what enemies are going to be behind each room. So the replay value is amazing as yes exactly and, and i think that's a big selling point for me because we heard games like that where oh yeah procedure uh uh generated levels stuff and like for example like left for dead 2 which you know it's true to an extent but the the main routes are technically the same and you know when you play a level for the first time you know there may be a pathway where it's open but the second time you play it they might just put a door there instead and but the the, the route overall mm -hmm. is the same as to where this game 
the environment literally is different now the the fact that you're in an apartment building or a warehouse those things don't change but literally how it's designed in terms of the layout range, the layout thank you that's the word i'm looking for the layout literally changes and is never the same it's crazy and it's, it's awesome uh, and our point of bringing up Rico as well is, and Tony was referring to, is that the sequel for that game was supposed to release today. And for whatever reason, developers, um, you know, developers, if you're hearing this respectfully as a fan, please step it up on your Twitter account. But they didn't announce it. Like, literally, they left, because uh, you go to Game Radar, you go to, uh, I think, even Game Informer, these other... Um, Metacritic. Yeah, you know, these these other, um, you know, articles and you know in the industry they they the oh, i can't even talk <laughs> can't talk um but know, they because you're hurt and i feel that too i feel that pain too man yeah you know that it come I, out today I, yeah i'm trying to whip like full back tears here a little bit i'm here yeah for you. yeah these critics that did previews for the game they said it's supposed to launch today but the developers you know today came and that's it there was no if you look at the microsoft store i looked at the eShop. Uh, there was no listing on any of these stores except for Steam, and Steam it says coming soon. So there was like you you send me the the tweet, Tony. You shared with me that there was a, a a fan just like you and I. You know, he said to developers, "Hey, you know, everywhere it says September 12, even on Google, uh, September 12th. Oh my goodness, that's my birthday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think about my birthday. Important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so because that's a very important date. I would have yeah. changed. No, I would uh, that one was in your mind. <laughs> Oh, I wanted this game for my birthday. I, I, that's how I thought about it. Uh, but oh, September yeah. okay. Second. I'll let you finish, and then I'll ask you. Yeah, right. <laughs> September second. I'm sorry. Yeah, September second. You know, came and somebody said to the developers, "Hey, what is going on with this game? When is it releasing?" And the developers actually replied to this individual and announced that, "Oh, well, the games got delayed. The game got delayed, and the Switch version." And the PC version will be releasing September 9th instead. And the PlayStation 4 version will release in late uh, late October. And then the Xbox version, uh, Xbox Series X and Xbox One. EBC, version, to be confirmed. To be confirmed, yes. And that broke my heart because I was looking to get all the achievements on Rico London. And now we don't know when that is. And I really want to play this game. I don't want to get on the PS4 because I'm going to be honest, I barely play my PS4. I'm waiting to get a PS5 whenever that will happen. And yeah, I do want to switch copy because I think they're going to have a physical. But actually, the developer confirmed today that the digital versions of this game are only going to launch on September 9th. They never gave, a, they never confirmed the release date for the physical copies. Am I correct, Tony? Not that I know of. Yeah, well, based on, I'm going by that tweet. He just said digital um, versions. He never said uh, physical, you know? So I was like, oh, Let me man. look at it real quick again. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Digitally on Steam yeah. and Switch on the 9th. The 9th, yeah. And they he, had, he didn't give no release date on physical, which is very... It's like a head scratcher. I'm like, why? You know? Because I, I, I do want to pick... I do want to pick up a Switch copy... Uh, and then whenever the Xbox version drops, I do want to get on that just because I'm sure the better frame rate, the stability, and most importantly for me, the, the achievements, you know, and the controller. Yes, for me, <laughs> definitely the controller. Yes, even though I could use the, the controller on the Switch as well. For my little so what I wanted to add to that was 
first of all, it's been hard to get the official date on this thing. Because I've been looking up uh, Ground Chatter Games, which is developing Rico London, and Numskull Games, which is publishing it. And both of them, their Twitters are not even talking about it. Even if this was, well, it is releasing on the 9th. That's only a week away. And they're not, you know, putting it everywhere. They had to say it in a reply tweet after somebody asked them, like, hey, is it September 2nd or what? And then they replied to them, no, it was actually the 9th. Like, what's that about? Yeah, That's how we're going to find out. We got to dig deep. <laughs> is it a secret? We got to ask questions. <laughs> is it a secret, this release date? Are they testing the fans if we actually like the game? Are we actually interested, you know? <laughs> so we're letting we're we're letting the people know through here September 9th for Switch and PC. But yeah, Carl, when I texted you earlier that screenshot, you put that, oh it sucks, kind of. And I was like, it sucks completely because that was our that was our birthday <laughs> presents. Now we're not getting presents this year. <laughs> There's no presents this year, Carl. <laughs> Think about that. I mean, you know, there always could be a present given to me. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm a no, simple Carl is ruined. kind of the, guy. The, the, the <laughs> are canceled. No, no, until no, but, Rico London comes out. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so when I replied back to you, and when I stated, you know, this sucks, kind of, and what I mean by that you is, what's the kind of? Yeah, the kind of is that we got a release date. You know, we, we we got a release date and it's releasing, just not our preferred platform. So it sucks that it's not releasing on the Xbox um, immediately and even PS4 is next month late, you know, um, that that sucks. But at least they didn't say, oh, yeah, we delayed it and, you know, to be announced soon. You know what I'm saying? That that what I really sucked. But that's true. It's coming out in a matter of days. And me, I have an Nintendo Switch, you know, and the last time I checked, and I don't mean to put your business out there, but you, you have a Nintendo Switch. Worst comes to worst, you know, we could. I can't use know. those bumpers though on the Switch. <laughs> not for a first person right. shooter, man. No, can't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. But, but yeah, I, I'm just grateful that the game's coming out. And, and I, I hope and that when it releases, it will be a fully polished product. I really do hope that. You know, I hope it doesn't launch buggy and, you know, I don't know, glitches and stuff like that. You know, I hope they took their time with this project and yeah. And I hope they put passion behind it. The, I mean, the previews, they, it looks good. You know, it looks great. And the first one was great as well. So I have faith that, you know, it's going to launch real good. But like you mentioned, it, it's really weird that developers are not advertising their game. Because I, I look at the Twitter, the last time I looked at the Twitter, they were, they were advertising, oh yeah, uh, I think the anime series called Dorapa Trilogy is coming to Switch, and you can order it now. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Dangarapa. And I'm like, all right, I mean, that's good to know, but I do believe that's not their game, right? Like, they were talking about that in another game, and I'm just like, okay, what about Rico? It's just so weird to me that they're not advertising their own game. Yeah, one week away. But, oh, well. Yeah, it's like they're not looking forward to get paid. It's weird. They're going <laughs> to get my money. <laughs> regardless if i have to dig but yeah yeah that to to be confirmed on xbox that was a sad that was a sad thing to read this morning very sad yeah so where it 
actually took all my sorrows away from this next topic that oh yeah we're gonna be talking <laughs> about that? i mean what we mentioned it? again briefly but to me it, it's a big deal i mean the, the listeners had heard my thoughts about it on last week's uh, last week's episode excuse me um halo infinite launching without co-op and forge and okay. uh yeah so um even though i spoke about it last week my thoughts uh, about the situation i did i was curious to hear your thoughts about it and also yeah if you could give you know your your, your thoughts and uh views one thing i treasure about talking to you tony and I, i'm not sure if you heard me say this at all but i do love getting your opinion about things because i feel like you're um you have a unique view on things you know and i should say a humble view on things and that's what i like it's very unique you know um in other words yeah, you, you, ten people could say, "Oh, this game sucks. It's trash, or whatever." About a certain game, and then you, you be like, "Nah, I like it." And then you, I'll be the eleventh like, one saying, "Yeah, it does suck." <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> well, no, but that's what I like though. Like everyone else could say that, but you legit would be the oddball in a good way because we have less of that today for some reason. And you, you would be like, "Nah, man, like I, I, I like it, and I like it for these reasons." X. Uh, a, B, C, whatever. And I could be a part of those people that say, oh, yeah, it sucks. But as soon as you speak, I'm like, yo, this guy is right. Yo, I actually love the game. You know? like, it's, it... <laughs> Yeah, I thought about it all wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I know it works. about M+. Did I convince you about M+. Man, you're going way back now. Yeah, I think that's one of the first. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the first where, yo, I, you, you preached to me about that game. I was like, yo. Whenever I game, can. Yeah, yeah, this game is the best. <laughs> no. <clears throat> But yeah, so, um, yeah, just a brief summary. To me, this news, and I'm sure many others could agree, it's really disappointing to hear that Halo Infinite, for the first time, I'll say, the first Halo game to launch without co-op at launch. Um, Halo 5, it had online co-op at launch, um, but, of course, split-screen co-op was completely absent. Um, This game, Halo Infinite, um, it's, it's supposed to... They're trying to celebrate Halos. It's literally Halo's uh, 20th anniversary. Um, so there was a lot of mention of the first Halo. You know, Microsoft talking about you know how well, the first Halo launch and the success of that, etc. And you know, Halo on back on the original Xbox back in 2001, I think. Um, you know, again, it was it launched split screen, uh, cooperative. Um, it also launched uh, System Link cooperative. Multiplayer, the whole nine. It was a game that had a lot of content to it. And Halo Infinite, um, you know, 20 years later, it's the campaign is going to have like an open world aspect, you know, where you could a lot of exploration and um, campaign is going to be epic, etc. But, you know, I can't front that, or if you look at the video when they made this announcement, um, their reasoning was that, you know, halo um infinite um the cooperative mode is not ready it's not ready and forge is not ready and they didn't want to launch it broken they were thinking legit about delaying the launch of halo infinite again which personally i feel like they should have to make a complete experience um and but they they came to the conclusion and this is what he said you know and you can look at the video where um he said you know halo infinite technically is not a um you know, it's it's a game that's never finished. You know, they're they're in other words, after launch, they're planning to 
add content to the game, you know, obviously with seasons and, you know, more stuff, more modes, etc. So their view is like, you know, they're going to launch the campaign and multiplayer together on December 8th. Um, and then three months later, we will get the camp, the cooperative campaign. And then six months later, we're going to get Forge. So. And I feel like that mentality needs to leave the industry, you know, like that mentality in terms of, oh, yeah, this game will technically it's never finished. So we could release it with, you know, lacking content or, you know, or, you know, or we'll we'll launch it broken and then we'll fix it later. You know, even though that's not exactly what the guy was was saying, but literally if he's I feel like they're launching a game that's that's missing, you know, how I see it is like I sell somebody a pair of sneakers, for example, and I say, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, you could buy, you know, I'm selling you the sneakers, uh, but in six months, I'll ship out to you the shoelaces, you know, like, it, you know, saying like, like, what you're, you're selling me a product here. Why am I getting the complete product? And that's my view on it. So. I know I said a lot there, bear with me, but in other words, what is your view on it? Do you agree? Do you disagree? What is some, you know, do you excuse this? Do you, not exactly excuses, but what is your take on it, Tony? No, I get it. And there's things that I do agree with on what you said, not what, because uh, I'm pretty sure it was Joseph Staten that made that comment, right? That yes, it's a game that's never finished or a live game, whatever term he used. Uh huh. Yeah, yes. I agree that. Going in with that mindset could kind of set you up for failure. It reminds me of the uh, Cold War situation that you were telling me about, d- having to download like uh, HDR packs and things like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Ray tracing packs. Yeah, ray tracing packs and campaign packs. Yeah, and all that to finish up the game. I don't think Halo Infinite is going to be like that. I don't think they're launching an unfinished game. I think they're launching a campaign that's done and a multiplayer that's quote-unquote done because that's definitely going to be, you know, with seasons and a lot more things added on. But first of all, I want to put my bias out there that I was intending to play it solo regardless, even before this news came out. Because I think I've been playing... And completing every Halo campaign solo since Reach, if I'm not mistaken. Right, I think we all have. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I I do want to play it on my own the first time around, but um, this is is a missing feature. It definitely is a missing feature that's been around since the original Halo. But the only thing that I can say to that is that it always had co-op, but Halo, I don't think, is a co-op game, necessarily. I think it's a game that had co-op. Because I'm oh. thinking about games like Army of Two, you know, or like Dead Space 3, or like more co-op-focused games where right. it's almost intended for you to play with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or you could even say, like, you know, a way out, or it takes two games like that. And Halo is more like Gears, or or um, even Quake, what we were playing recently. It's not a game that depends on it being co-op. The experience is not playing it with somebody else necessarily, even though you can. So oh, I see. 
the gameplay is not exactly built around um that's not the core mechanic of the game yeah right? it's not built with co-op in mind you could beat the whole story with co-op which is awesome and a lot of halo memories are made in co-op but the story doesn't depend on it being co-op like right. even for for the for mo- the majority of halo games you basically play as you know other master chiefs which doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know, halo 2 you could play as the arbiter and you know there's other halo games where like halo 5 you could play as uh blue team and uh fire team on cyrus and things like that and you won't necessarily be clones of master chief but uh even like halo 4 you'll be playing as other master chiefs i think right if I'm not mistaken. Halo 4? Yeah, Halo 4, I think, is like legit four Master Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense story-wise, and it doesn't have to, it doesn't detract from the story, but that's kind of my point. Like, it's just, it's a game that you don't need co-op. It's much more fun with co-op, but you don't need it, and it's not built around it. So that's why I don't think it's devastating that it's not launching with co-op. I think it's okay that it's coming a little bit later. Um, if I were to choose, obviously launch it with co-op, but I would not want them to delay it just to add co-op. And I know that adds to your other thoughts on it, because I did hear your episode on it, where, you know, when you buy it on disc, you're not buying the full game. Eventually, you're going to have Forge and co-op come in later that's not a part of the original download, which could be a problem, but... um, I think what's important now is that I think the game is done. I think the story is polished and finished. And I don't think they're rushing it out and trying to scrap together the story. I think the story is complete. I think they're just having... From what I read, I need to double-check, but from what I, re- what I read, I think they're trying to get co-op to work better than it was before. Because I think they're running into the problems that existed before i know definitely in halo 1 i don't know if it stood in halo 2 and 3 but you know how like you could hit a checkpoint and then no matter where you are your your teammate's gonna teleport right to you to hit that checkpoint yeah that's like one of the problems that they want to fix because this halo is supposed to be more more open not necessarily open world but supposed to be more open more explorable so if you're like trying to look at different things in different places and your teammates are teleporting over to you that's a problem you know that's that was okay 20 years ago but now you know this is supposed to be a little bit higher quality we're supposed to be a little past that um right yeah that's one of the problems that i read about i don't know if that's confirmed or not but my overall thoughts on it is that yeah it would be better with co-op included but i don't think it's devastating that is not included at launch and when it does come out three months later or whenever it does come out, I think people will still go back and enjoy, and enjoy it. Whoever wanted to play a co-op are going to be excited and play it co-op. And whoever forgot about it and they're like, oh, okay, it came out too late, I don't care, then I don't think those are the people who really appreciate playing co-op campaign with their friends to begin with. You know, like, I, I think it is right. going to be okay when it launches. It's kind of like another, it's going to be another exciting day. Like, hey, now co-op is in 
Halo Infinite, and then people are going to jump on like, all right, let's let's run through this together. Let's do Legendary. You know, all skulls. You know, it's going to be it's going to be yeah, cool. I about skulls. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's replayability. But also, yeah. what I want to mention too is that I don't see this much um, argument for Forge, which I think Forge is even bigger, even yeah. bigger than, than co-op. I think it's added a lot more, starting with Halo Three. Like it was such a huge deal and has such a huge impact on Halo as a whole, the franchise. But people aren't really speaking up about that when I think that's the real that's the real feature that we need at launch. Well really again, I, I think I, Yeah, more than co-op, yeah. I think there's a big deal to have like custom games and stuff. That's a big part of Halo, starting with Halo three. Right. Don't you think? Okay. I mean well 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 yeah, I mean I'm I'm by I guess I'm biased on that because me, I love the story. You know, um, so me, I, I care more about the cooperative aspect than Forge. And, you know, I barely use Forge today just because. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, not know, Forge, but think about custom games, like how important that was. Yes. How I, much I think you about, played that. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Middle school, high school, like, man, Halo 3, the Forge. Yeah, it's good times, especially Halo Reach. Halo Reach, man, I put, I think we all did. We dedicated time to. Literally in Forge World, we we built a world. <laughs> you know, I remember for cops and robbers, I built like a whole city, like legit yeah. um, in Halo Reach. So for jail cells and everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know, it it is important, but for me, it's it's a uh, how should I say? Because co-op campaign is a online mode, and you know, I think because I think they're going to add um, online and split screen co-op. Um, so. Forge is an exclusive online feature, if that makes sense, as to where I feel cooperative campaign is more important because they're also talking about adding, I, I do believe, uh, the last time I read, split screen, uh, split screen co-op as well, which um, there's a lot of people I've spoken to and even, you know, I read on, on, online, there's a lot of people that they've literally beaten, um, actually, yeah, actually a, a buddy of ours that we know, uh, uh, Rob. Um, he, I think he, with a friend, he played, he went through all the Halos with a friend. He never really played it alone. Literally, he experienced the story beginning and end of all the Halos with a friend. Um, and that's why he was really, um, he took it to heart when Halo 5, when split screen um, co op was completely absent. You know? Yeah, I had to break the news to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was exactly. very bad news. He, I remember I was at a Target and he calls me up and I think he was going to buy it. Like that day, or oh, I think he was considering them. buying it. Yeah, and he's <laughs> he like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to play with my cousin or whoever it was." I'm like, "Oh wait, but it doesn't have co-op. It doesn't have split screen." And he's like, "Well, are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> he was about to break his phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, "No," and it's all on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it was sad. It, it it was it was and it, it's weird that again and and, and that's why. It's it's a little weird to me because that was a heavy, well, I mean, with Halo Five, it did have co-op, so that wasn't ten, the split screen co-op alone. They had they suffered massive criticism, and it's just weird that, I mean, they promise it's coming, 
just three months after launch. So technically day one, where people are going to pick it up and, and Game Pass, millions of Game Pass subscribers are going to play day one and they want to experience it with a quad buddy. It's just weird that it's going to be absent at launch and they have to wait three months. I mean, at least it's, it's better than never, you know? At the same time, for a Halo game, it is strange for Co-op to be absent. And, and Forge, like you said, you know? So I agree. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for sort of explaining uh, your view on that. You see, like, I think our listeners could agree. Like, that that was a, a really good view on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. Yeah, you're starting to convince me again, y'all. I gotta, gotta no, stop but I get way. it. I, I, I know how big <laughs> Co-op is. I mean, even we... You and I beat a co-op. I got into Halo later on, like nearing. Well, I got into the multiplayer. Obviously, I played it at your house and stuff. But I really got into Halo with Halo Three, and then that's when I decided, all right, let me play the campaign, and then we beat it together, co-op. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my. So that's a big deal. I do understand how important it is. But... Yeah, skull hunting. Remember those hours? Yeah. When you spent skull hunting. Yeah. That was yeah, good stuff. And then now, like. Um, I'm I'm still excited to play the game December eighth. It bothered me with the analysis, but I'm like, you know what? Because I was gonna buy it, but you know, I have Game Pass, and so you know what? I'm not complaining because I'm gonna have access to it day one. So, you know, so I guess it is what it is. Three months, we'll get what we want. Well, the co-op, and then <laughs> yeah, six yeah. months, six months it will be a complete game. <laughs> now, what do you think about? With the addition of this, you know, um, uh, they announced on Gamescom last week on Jeff Keighley's stage, which is weird that they announced the Microsoft stage. Microsoft didn't announce it, but, uh, you know, Jeff Keighley's um, opening night live to Gamescom, that to celebrate Halo 20th anniversary, they are going to release, they're releasing a Halo Infinite limited edition Xbox Series X console. That um, the game is bundled in there, um, which to me is not exactly a bundle. Because, yeah, is it digital or physical? So that's weird. So it's digital, which again breaks my heart. And then on top of that, send me the copy of the code. (laughs) And you'll buy me the physical. (laughs) I didn't say that. We'll talk after the show. But, uh, yeah, but, but, um, it's also going to be 550 bucks. So usually when I, I thought the thing with bundles and, 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 you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm saying this is my opinion because I, I didn't like look this up on Google or look this up for a native definition of this. But I thought I, I bundle, think I know where you're going. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So let's say, if I, yeah, like I, I get an Xbox, you know, Series X and or any console, and it's bundled with the game. Uh, it being bundled, you, it's usually because you save money on, you know, the game and it's included with the console. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So yeah, no additional costs. Yeah, I bought the Titanfall bundle of Xbox One, and it was the same price. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I didn't know that. But uh, you know, remember, I bought it like three months after launch, and it came with Titanfall, and yeah, it was the exact same price. So so it was almost like Titanfall was free, quote unquote. So yeah, I know exactly. what you mean. I was thinking that too. I'm like, wait, five fifty? So that means you're paying for the game. Yeah, and technically. You're saving ten dollars off the game. <laughs> but, yeah, technically. <laughs> but I mean, you could just take that ten dollars and just buy Game Pass and play day one. Yeah, they you should know? just give you Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, give you a six month subscription or something. That'd be yeah. dope, you know. Um, but yeah, so I want to know. In other words, I wanted to ask, what is your thoughts on this announcement? 
um, particularly, what do you feel about the timing of this? What, how do you think it looks, um, et cetera? Is this something that you're interested in? Well, we did talk about this a little bit. The Jeff Keighley yes. thing, I don't even know how to describe that. I don't know why they chose to announce it there as opposed to their own Gamescom show. But I think it looks pretty nice. It's not super flashy. But the weird thing is that it doesn't look very Halo-like. It looks like kind of like sci-fi. Not specifically Halo, I don't think. Right, I could occur with that. But it does look nice. But I did tell you, I wouldn't want it. I just want a regular console that's just going to hide in the background while I'm playing games. I don't want anything colorful that's going to pop. But for people who do like it, I think it looks pretty cool. I don't think it looks too tacky. I think it looks like a good design. And the controller looks really nice, too. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. And I would get the controller, but I, I'd i rather get the Elite controller now that I've seen that. Yeah, can you believe people are scalping that? It's crazy. The controller? The Elite controller? Yeah. People are they scalping could? <laughs> they could. Yeah. Oh, There's they, no chip they, shortage on the controllers. Uh, well, no. Well, well, the thing is with um, the Halo um, Xbox Elite Series 2 controller, um, the Halo edition of it, um, it's a GameStop and Microsoft Store exclusive. Oh, right. Um, for the US. Yeah. You can only pick up the, the controllers at those two locations, but you could buy the game from Amazon UK and it will ship to the US. And but I do I do believe if you go that route, it'll be like two hundred dollars more than that actually, um, a lot of money in other words. And uh, people they are when it launches for pre-order, uh, believe it or not, people are scalping this. And if you go on eBay, matter of fact, people are selling it already for double the price. Um, I, I think you know because this controller retails for well like two hundred dollars I think uh, just about, um, and people are selling it for three fifty, four hundred. Uh, 450, I do believe I saw, you know, around that range. Wow. Just for a controller. That's Halo. Wow. Um, oh, wait, I don't think it's going to be super limited or hard to get. Right, right. And like you said, too, like, yeah, like, I, I think, I think we don't have to worry about, okay, that's it. They're not making no more. I think we're always going to have the supply of that. Um, but it's just, it's just crazy the time we live in. And, and that's why I want to ask you, what do you think about, announcement of this do you do you feel like it was oh, right it would have been possible for them to had postponed on this announcement maybe until next year or you know maybe they had um waited until to see if people could actually go in stores and actually purchase this console what is your thoughts on this this is a tough one because yeah these consoles are still very limited very hard to get and now they're coming out with a even more limited edition of the series x and it's tough to say because you got to think all right is it smart for them to do that because it's definitely going to get scalped the original ones are still getting scalped but i think they're kind of stuck with this decision because you want to launch it with halo there's no other time to launch it you know once halo comes out you want to get that bundle out at the same time so if they delay it until next year, it'll still be cool and people will still want it. 
but I just think it, it does make sense to just launch them together. Like get get your Halo console, get Halo Infinite. It's such a good package deal right there. But should they have done it? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Regardless, it's, they're making money. Regardless. Yeah, you know? they're they're getting that scalper money or they're getting the the customer money. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter for them. That's so sad. Oh my goodness, that's so sad. But I think in the, in the end, since it's being scalped anyway, might as well give people who are gonna wait online refreshing the page might as well, you know might as well give them a chance to get this bundle and not just assume that every single person that buys it is a scalper or you know and they got their bots up or whatever. Right, right. I think. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's going to be hard to get regardless, you know? Right, because I know... Um, I mean, a quick note, because I know, like, uh, um, Target started implementing, and I do believe Best Buy, where um, online, if it starts for pre-order or whatever like that, they, they start to... They started selling units, or rather, a couple of months ago, they started um, earlier this year, that if you pre-order a PlayStation 5, for example, or Xbox Series X, you could choose to pick it up at store. So in other words, there's stores that have reserved units and you have to get it through though online. And the problem with that though is that it's still being sold online and bots are, you know, from scalpers, bots are crashing the website. So it's very challenging to hit that, oh yeah, pick up at store option because the website keeps on crashing. Um, well, actually, but... you, you kind of brought up a good point too. Like I think it does also fall to the retailers as well because they have a responsibility to their customers too and they don't have to care about it either you know they could just sell it to bots if they want that's fine but i think they also do have the power to say okay limit one per customer only pick up in store that's it and it'll be way harder to get you can't buy it in mass and have it delivered or anything you know, like there are stores that have that are doing things slightly differently, but if they really want to get it out to customers, they could put hard limits on it, like only one purchase a month. You know, and you got to have a, a Target account, or you got to have a Best Buy account, or a GameStop. You got to be a GameStop Pro member. You can only do one purchase a month. You have to pick it up in the store. Things like that. I don't know how many stores are doing limitations like that, but right. they do have it in their power to. Yeah. Make it more accessible to the average consumer. That's true. And I want them to go that route. You know, only go online. Like, only you can only pick it up in store. You know, and I want that. Right. Because I'm sure they're not going to serve, oh, a scalper. Oh, yeah, I'm here to pick up five PS5s or, or 10 that are ordered. Exactly. You know, yeah, they, they got to get out of their little basement, you know, and go into GameStop like exactly. under a hoodie. Be like, all right, <laughs> I'm picking up 25 PS5s, please. <laughs> Oh, dude, I'll be so upset. Yeah, it's <laughs> it sucks because and actually in the beginning, actually it's funny. It was like that. It was um, uh, I remember reading that at Target, um, they, was I do believe, I'm not sure it resulted in a ban, uh, but they had they refused to serve a person because at one day, he purchased five PS5s from one store location, and they were like, hmm, the heck, this was this was back uh. <laughs> I do believe February of this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were like, okay, yeah, it's on a special, and it sucks because you have people 
throughout all hours of the day where they, they come and ask, oh, do you have any in the back or, you know, do you, you know, would it be, do you know when it will be available in store to purchase or not? But, oh no, we're doing online and, you know, it, it was a problem. So I was so happy to hear that story. I was like, yes. Yeah, to me, that was like a little bit of victory, you know? Yeah, for real. There's got to be uh, limits. It's on Microsoft, but it's also on these retailers too. I do concur with that. That's true. Yeah. All right. So, but I want Microsoft to do what like Steam is doing though. You yeah. Know? Like Steam, right? You said like they don't have anything right now, but you could pay like $5 to reserve your spot. Yeah. Like, you got a reservation of like when they manufacture it, they give you an estimate of when, you know, you'll, when you're in line to get a Steam Deck. Yeah. So in other words, it was sending you a menu. Hey, you know, you paid five dollars. Do you want to pay the rest? Right. When that time comes. Right. When the time comes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I think Microsoft should do that, especially with how limited this console is going to be. Um, I just can't wait so we could go in stores and buy it. Dude, I really want a PS Five. Yeah, it'll be so nice. You just walk into Best Buy or Target, and then you see it right there on the shelf. Yeah, and you walk in with like four of your friends. And you walk out for <laughs> your friends so they could protect you from getting jumped, you know, because you have one. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, like I miss those days, you know. I'm, like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a happy me. I, you know, I, live, I don't live in New York no more, but. Oh, you just bring like a fine fare bag and then you put the GameStop bag into a fine fare bag and. Oh, yeah, yeah. I put the console in a, on a Conway bag. Yeah. You know, that pink logo? Yeah, yeah. That works bag, yeah. You got to hide that GameStop. <laughs> exactly. Yo, I get upset, man. Like, I, I legit, I remember, I think. For the Xbox One, when I purchased the Xbox One and I purchased the Xbox One S, like every Xbox One, well, actually the Xbox One X, I purchased through Amazon, so it got shipped to me directly, but I actually went in stores to buy the Xbox One when it first came out, the Xbox One S, and the PS4, and I remember, because I brought them for GameStop, GameStop has a big bag, like legit, that says GameStop in bright red letters. <laughs> and to me, I just, you know, because I grew up in the Bronx and stuff, you know, I, I'm like, man, like, I don't want nobody seeing me with this. So literally, legit, every time I go out to buy a console, I grab a garbage bag from the kitchen, and I go and, and bring it to the store. And, <laughs> just you know, take it out the trash. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They go, oh yeah, so you know, yeah, you owe this much. I pay for it. I'm like, all right. Um, they're like, and they pull out the bag. I'm like, no, 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 it's it's okay. I brought my own bag. You put it in this. And they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, I open it up and he put it in there. And then I look like a hobo walking out in the parking lot. With yeah, did you dress all bummy too to really sell? <laughs> Well, yeah, I wear my beanie, um, yeah. and yeah, and I don't get a haircut for like four months. You didn't wear uh, shoes, just socks with a hole in it. <laughs> I wear, yeah, I wear, uh, well, I wear sandals, yes, with yeah. uh, big holes in the socks, yeah. And I wear uh, one sock that is like brown, and the other sock like black. And I tell people, oh yeah, like when I brought this sock, it was white, but it's black now. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but uh. Did you bring a cardboard sign too? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I said I have a cardboard sign that says, "Please, oh man, I, I want to reserve my console. Please give me money." Yeah, and yeah, I save a little bit of quarters. No, need but, money for Xbox. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh man, that's funny. No, All I right, get you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I remember so, when I bought. Uh, I remember when I bought my 360 at the GameStop in Westchester. Okay. And I had to walk. I had to walk back home. With no, I think you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You didn't go with nobody, right? You just went by yourself. I went with my mom, and then she went to go do more shopping. And I'm like, all right, see you at home. 
And then I, I was walking back. You know how, like, I remember that. 10, 15 blocks? <laughs> yeah, I was, like, was walking through that valley, man. Yeah, and it wasn't, like, short blocks. It was, like, city yeah. blocks, dude. It was, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was dangerous. You know God was with you, man, because, of course, you got home safe and sound. Oh, definitely, yeah. And it helps that when we reached uh, the St. Lawrence area, you know, we know everybody there. So we were safe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's uh, your right. hood. Those gangsters yeah, exactly. are on your side. Yeah, they'll protect you. Yeah, like, oh, turf. You know, reminds me of the Warriors, you know? What up, little man? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> your Xbox? Hey, what's up, homie? Oh, I see you went spending. All right. Yeah. And I see you spending. Yeah. I'll probably stop by your crib later. You know what I mean? Like, Shoot about right. that trash bag, homie. <laughs> are you good now? <laughs> oh, you put on the whole socks, huh? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> good deal. <laughs> okay. Nah, but hey, we were crazy, man. We were crazy back then. So, uh, you know, I know we're running out of time here, but another uh, topic that I wanted to talk to you about uh, quickly was that um, recently, I think in a financial report, um, it was announced that uh, Rockstar, that they have three, um, I do believe it's three unannounced remasters coming. Um, they, they, um, they announced that they had like I did an early episode on it. Um, I forgot what it was, but they had like ten games that they haven't announced. We all know them now. Like one of them was uh, was it uh, uh oh my goodness, um, GTA Five for the current. Console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, but also like for example, Rockstar Games also owns Two K. So like WWE um Underground um WWE uh twenty two. That that's been announced, um, etc. You can refer back to that episode to see what I'm talking about. But there was still there's still three games that have not been announced, and one of them we already know, or actually two of them that's been unannounced. But there was three remasters that's due to release this year. One of them is GTA Five, the Xbox Series X, uh, the native Xbox Series X version and PS um, Five version, um, and then. You have two that's been unannounced yet, but is due to release by the end of this year. And there's a rumor that went around that they are one of those uh, unannounced release is going to be a Grand Theft Auto trilogy remake, to where they are. It was it was crazy. Like you know, apparently it's a again take it with a grain of salt, but it's a big rumor right now. Um, and there was apparently there was some documents or whatever uh, from a leak source I forgot, but you could look this up on IGN, you could look it up at uh, Game Rant, Game Radar, etc. Um, that they're trying to stay true to the graphics at the time, but they remade the graphics, uh, environment, um, you know, of course, um, higher resolution on the consoles, 4K. Um, I do believe they even redid some lines for each game, uh, but they're staying true to classic. It, it's going to be, it's not just going to be a port over, um, but it's going to be a good remake. And um, yeah, so I wanted your opinion, uh, your view. Do you think this could be accurate or inaccurate? And then what do you think could be the last unannounced remake or remaster that's coming from Rockstar this year? I think it could be accurate, but can you tell me again what the games are supposed to be for the trilogy? The trilogy, yes. Yeah. So the trilogy is Grand Theft Auto 3 okay. for the PS2, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, okay. and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, hmm. according to this rumor slash leak. Well, not leak, rumor, yeah. 
That's a pretty good lineup. Honestly, I wanted GTA 4 to make it on there. Because I like Liberty City. GTA 4. Well, I mean, the thing with GTA 4 is that you can play on the Xbox One and it's the best. It's 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 really great. Um, the, what was it? Because Grand Theft Auto 4, on, when it released on the 360, had an unlocked frame rate. And with the Xbox Series X, um, you with the implementation of auto HDR, so one, that game never featured HDR. HDR even wasn't a thing when that game released. But now you can play that game beginning and end with HDR. And on top of that, because it unlocked uncapped frame rate with the power of the Xbox Series X, it could run at native 60 frames at all times, which adds a brand new feel to the game. And it feels like a legit remaster. Have you tried it? Oh, yeah. I tried oh, yeah? it. And oh, yeah. A lot of complaints that I had when I was younger, like, I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, we're playing on a 360. I beat the game. That game took me like 30 hours to beat, but I beat it. And I was obsessed with the game. But I, one complaint that I immediately had with the game was the combat. The combat, uh, the way you move, the way you aim, I, especially when um, scenes became too hectic. Uh, for example, there was a level in GTA 4 where um, you had to rob a bank and there was police all over the place. All, like you had a, The only way out was to literally go run through the front of the, uh, front of the bank and fight your way out, literally. And that area or that scene i remember man the 360 struggled like frame rates dropped like i felt like i was playing mid-20s that whole mission um or low 20s i say and yeah it was a big problem but playing on a series x it completely eliminates that and it's a solid lock 60 frames per second at all times and it just it really is so pleasing to the eye it looks gorgeous and again the gameplay is actually fun the shooting mechanics are actually fun. As a matter of fact, I like the shooting mechanics in part four better than part five. Yeah. I yeah, that's especially I'm not sure it's because of 60 frames or legit just part four had better shooting mechanics in my opinion, but wait, part ooh. five doesn't have 60 frames? No, not yet. It hasn't been boosted. Nope. Oh dang. You play part five that's on series X, you're playing with auto HDR, which Colors in that game does look gorgeous, and with the implementation of um, HDR, it, it looks great. And also with the anti-aliasing, the picture looks great, but it's a lock 30. Um, they never it they never released a uncapped frame rate for it. So yeah, it's a it's 30 frames per second. But that's the, oh, that's the, the problem. But that's the selling point of this PS5 and Series X version of the game is that it's going to be featured 4K 60 frames per second, and I um. I remember, I forgot where I read it, to be honest, but it's also a second mode is that you get to play it at 120 hertz. Now, that's crazy if they do do that, because um, that's the mode I think I'll most likely be playing it. I just love playing the 120 hertz on my yeah. TV. It's, it's amazing. It feels like I'm playing on PC. Um, but yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know that about GTA 4. I'm actually trying to remember if I still have it or not. And I don't think I do. I think I probably traded it years ago. I hope that's inaccurate, but yeah, if it is, don't worry, I'll get you another copy. Because that game, when you get a Series you, X, you, you need got to pop two that copies. In. Well, I have. Do I? No, I have. Actually, I have Maybe. one copy, and then I have the Liberty City Stories, oh, which okay. is the yeah, which they're basically two games alone, legit. Um, I love that. So, yeah, that's what I got. Okay, well, yeah, I would have to try that, but I just. 
I want GTA to go back to New York. I hope GTA 6, whenever they do it, maybe in like 2035 or something, that it goes back to New York. Cause yeah, I, I do I love Liberty City. Yeah, I want the GTA 5 treatment, but just in Liberty City. I think they could, if they do it one more time, I think they'll they'll nail it and they'll have a game that could, you know, live forever. But anyways, <laughs> this, this trilogy is, is a fine collection. I didn't play a lot of GTA 3. Yeah, that took place in Liberty City. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. I remember just putting in the G the cheat codes at my cousin's house and then just trying to get five stars <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Honestly, that's how I played all the GTAs up until GTA 4. <laughs> I'm sorry. Up until GTA 4, that's when I actually started playing the story. But right. yeah, Vice City was really cool. I liked the... Wasn't it Miami? Or where was it? Vice City. Vice City, uh, yeah, it was in Miami, Florida. All right, that's cool. Yeah, that's but cool. But it took place in the 70s, so it had like a Scarface feel. I like know? that. Yeah, I like that vibe of Vice City. Yeah. And then San uh, Andreas, I'm sure there's going to be the crowd favorite. I know people love San Andreas. Yeah, I love San Andreas too, because I love the fact that you get to, which, which actually there's features in San Andreas that are completely absent in Part 5. For example, like Eden. Or... Oh, yeah, four. Like yeah, just never made it back. Like the the training, right? Yeah, the... yeah. But that's the first thing I do. San Andreas. I always start the game. Whatever, skip through the beginning. Of the the oh yeah, that's sad. I hit the gym, and literally <laughs> I, every like like I, I make them go maximum bulk. That's yeah. the first thing I do in the game. I don't do no missions or no, well, I do missions until the gym unlocks because you have to do uh, every day is arm missions. day, right? Yeah, yeah. Every day. That's all you need in the game. <laughs> every day. Like every day, I just and it's funny too, yeah, because yo, my man does need to work on his legs. Yeah. Because when you're maximum bulk and his legs are like chicken legs, uh -huh. and then you're like diesel on top. Uh, but yeah, that's what I I always do. I do the, the the oh my goodness, the curls, the thumbbells. Yeah. I always do that, and I spam. I just spam the X and B, I think it is, and or X and A, whatever the combination is. And uh, yeah, and and in game, like four days, you you get bulk. I wish. That was realistic. It was like that. Yeah. I, yeah. Because, yeah. oh man, my life would be a different story. You know? Like, <laughs> oh, everyone on, in the world would look like a gear. <laughs> Everyone's going to have size 24 feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the way tight. Yeah. Word up. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Spending four days in the gym. That's it. Yeah. You got diesel. Oh man. Oh, super soldiers. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I love the game. So I hope this, I hope this rumor is true. Because to me, I've seen a lot of remakes, and they did remake Part 3 in White City, but like for mobile. And they did the same thing for San Andreas. They made a mobile version of that, and then they also ported the mobile version for the 360. And the 360 version is backwards compatible on the, the Xbox Series X. And the fun fact is that you actually have an original Xbox uh, Grand Auto San Andreas. Um, you could put that disc in your Xbox Series X. And it would download the Xbox 360 version of Grand Theft Auto wow. San Andreas, so you can unlock achievements literally wow. using your original Xbox um, version. So I, I thought that was really dope. I thought that was that's cool the future too. right there. Yeah, that is that is until they shut down the servers or something. I don't know. But <laughs> then it's the <laughs> no. past. Yeah, exactly. No, but it, it's it's awesome though, and and yeah, because I I really want them to also remake the Liberty City stories. Um, and, and Vice City stories um, 
those are yeah those haven't gotten to my knowledge they have not received uh, a remaster those games are still exclusively for ps2 and in psp um actually they first came out on psp liberty city stories and um vice city stories and then they were ported oh over yeah i remember that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and we have not seen them ported since you know there's no 360 version etc literally san andreas has been the one that's been receiving um yeah just ports because i think also released for the ps3 as well you know but i hope this rumor is true i really hope and then what do you think this second remaster could be you know i don't have an idea of what it could be but i think we should make a wish list i'm praying yeah there's one particular game that's all i care about Especially for yes. Oh wait, well, okay. no, <laughs> sequel, remake, yes. I want, the, I want a sequel, yes. Three remastered. I want the trilogy remastered because this year actually marks twenty year anniversary. I do believe for Max Payne. Does uh, Rockstar have the Max Payne IP, or yeah, does Two K so, have it? Uh, Remedy. So, so Remedy did own the IP. They sold it to Rockstar. So that's why. Sorry, Two uh, K. Sorry? Or I guess it doesn't matter. Like Rockstar or 2K? Rockstar. Because I think Rockstar owns 2K. No, Rockstar is the publishers. Right. But they're under the same umbrella. Or is it Take Two Games that owns Rockstar and 2K? I think oh, yeah. Take Two. No, they, yeah, they, yeah. Take Two. You got it right. Take yeah, Two. Take two I'll say 2K. But yeah, yeah Take yeah. Two. Yeah, my bad. I meant to say Take Two this whole time. Take Two does Take Two own Max Payne or is it Rockstar? Well, I do believe Take Two owns it because Take Two owns Rockstar. Well, like let's say if Rockstar were to leave, they wouldn't do this, but if they were to leave um UK as a publisher. That'd be amazing. Could they take Max Payne with them or this Take two own Max Payne. That's what I'm saying. Because they could own it. Rockstar could own it. Yeah, I, I I do believe I do believe Rockstar. Yeah. Okay. I do believe Rockstar owns it. Yeah, because the, um Max Payne one and two was published by Rockstar, but was developed by Remedy. Rock, Max Payne three was developed and published by Rockstar. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I just I love those games. Those games helped me fall like not helped me but they made me fall in love with gaming you know besides halo when i was like eight years old yeah other games but to me like max Payne, even to this day max Payne one the, the trilogy has been my favorite game of all time those games i could always play again never get tired of them i, I still to this day play them um i love them so much so i i really want max Payne. The, the, the trilogy deserves especially to celebrate the 30th anniversary i think it deserves um you know, a remaster treatment. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about even if they just they didn't change anything with the graphics, if they put it because well, Max Payne 3 looks gorgeous on PC, it's max that out, gorgeous looking game. But even Max Payne 1 and 2, I'll be happy if they just ported it over, made it 4K, so you just make it playable, show. yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, 60 frames, 4K, keep the graphics the same as long as it plays on current gen. I'll, I'll be hands, happy, no fingers. Exactly, yeah, like a uh, pixelated face of him grunting, whatever. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> just yeah. like a Rainbow Six Vegas 2 screenshot of your face <laughs> over, yeah. over the camera. That's a vision camera? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Can I still do that? I gotta look that up. But anyway, 
Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping this is, and yeah, I really hope. And yeah, I did hear a, a rumor that this pleased me though. I hope it's not true. What? What did you hear? Earlier this year, uh, Midnight Club, the rock star, renewed the no, license don't say for the series. No. <laughs> so they renewed the license um, no. for the game. So there is hinted that that could be a remaster. Midnight Club. All right, all sure the racing this... fans out there, celebrate. But for the rest of us, we're going to be crying. But then again, I doubt it because, you know, that means they would have to renew the licensing for all the cars that are featured in the game. And that could take time. Do they use actual brands? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's why I think it could be really challenging to remaster that game. You know? Unless Microsoft just makes it backwards compatible and you have an ex- original Xbox uh, copy of Midnight Club 3, for example, or 2 and 1, you could just play off the Series X. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I- so... I don't know. I don't know what they'll go for. Uh, it's a remaster yeah. for sure, though. Uh, well, it could be a remaster remake. Some companies, when it's a remake, they call it remaster still. Well, it's a re something, a reimagining of the game, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, rework of a game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if, if it's a reimagining of a game, then that means that's a reboot, but. Yeah, remaster, remake, remake is... It's going to get read up. There's a re-up on the way. Yeah, like remastered is when they port the game over for, you know, the current HD resolution, 60 frames, whatever, but the graphics look the same. Remake yeah. is when they build it from the ground up, like what they're doing in Death Space. They're legit adding stuff to the game and redoing stuff. I'm just trying to make sure it's already a game that exists. They're not working <laughs> on a new game. No, it's it's a remaster. Okay. It says specifically remaster. I'm trying to remember if it says remaster slash remake, but I do believe it's remaster. So there's no games that Rockstar done that really, uh, when you were younger, caught your eye. Besides the Granite Photo, besides Max Payne, I'm not sure if you're a fan of Max Payne. Hopefully you are. Matter of fact, don't answer that because if it's no, I'm going to be sad. But there's I no other games? It. I haven't played Max Payne. Trying to hold back tears. Oh my goodness. Um. <laughs> I watched my cousin play it. That's it. That was years ago. But it's, it's really only GTAs. <laughs> oh, GTA is it? GTA <laughs> Chinatown War. That's my guess that I played on the DS. Yeah, I I got to play that because I have that for the DS. And I have really? to play it. Yeah. I have it on mobile too. It's on mobile. Oh, word? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. But I, I was curious about that. I heard that was awesome because I remember... When I was younger, that turned me away because it was a top-down view, and I was like, yeah, yeah. But I, I heard reviews and people. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're right because uh, the PlayStation One version of of GTA um, One and Two, yeah, they were like that. So, but I heard, yeah, like and you, you I remember you told me that you loved the game because that was the first yeah. Grand Theft Auto game to ever appear on the Nintendo console, and I think the last Grand Theft Auto game to appear on the Nintendo console. Because Grand Photos appeared on the PSP. It was a yeah. drug dealer simulator. Yeah, before the drug dealer simulator. Yeah. Because you know they had the drug dealer simulator, like on Steam. 
No, are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. You can, <laughs> you can look up, yeah, let's play. I'll say there's one particular, yeah. All right, so yeah, so before that, yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. But yeah, before that, yeah, it was. <clears throat> and and that, uh, was, that was a pretty awesome game mechanic, to be honest. Like, you see where you could sell low, I mean, sell high, <laughs> buy low, you know, hit up the quarters. Right, right. <laughs> Sure you got good product, quality product for the customer. I thought, I thought you were talking about, uh, you know, flashback stories of when you were in New York or something. You know, no, I was kidding. I was kidding. You never did that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's funny. you know, you want your games to be relatable. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so the last topic, because we are coming to a close. The last topic that I, or I should say, question for you, before we conclude this episode. What? First person shooter, you think is going to win the crown for 2021 between Call of Duty Vanguard, Battlefield 2042, and Halo Infinite? And then I, I love this question. A, yeah, and there was a fourth game too. There was a fourth game though. Splitgate. <laughs> yeah, I love that game so much. No, but there was a fourth game that they kill I'm trying to remember. There was a fourth game that, uh, Oh, let's keep it at three until I remember. So those three, between those three, what do you think is going to win the audience of 2021? All right, so yeah. It depends how you ask this question because, you know, you're saying, like, who's going to take the crown this year or who's going to win the audience? I feel like... Two different questions? uh, Yeah, yeah, they are. So who's going to win the crown? Let's keep it simple, I guess. Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, well, a shot of a doubt? Call of Duty? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know, what's the crown? Whoever has the most sales? Yes. This year, what's going to have the most sales? Or who has what's the most the bigger... players? Or... Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, sales and player base. Like, like this holiday, what a majority of audience is going to be playing? You know, is there going to be more people playing Battlefield than Call of Duty? Um, or vice versa, or, or Halo Infinite. Do you think, um, you know, Battlefield is going to make more money than Vanguard just because there's a lot of disappointment right now, um, in the player base of it going back to World War Two, and on top of that, it's a fantasy World War Two. It's not an actual World War Two, um, historically accuracy. Yeah, alternate. Um, yeah, alternate. alternate retelling. Yeah, exactly of World War Two. So. With that in the mix, um, sorry about that. Uh, you know, my mic for a second. Okay. Um, yeah, so yeah, and then uh, Battlefield 2042. Um, it you know, it looks amazing, it looks fun, especially with uh, Battlefield Portal. You get to you pretty much it's a every Battlefield multiplayer game that I ever made, mix in one, but. This game literally is missing a campaign mode, which fans don't care. But me, I, I feel like crying inside. And then Halo Infinite, that's free to play, and um, so and, and it's crossplay between PC, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. What do you think is going to be the top seller, and most the majority of people playing? Uh, I love thinking about this. Top seller, Call of Duty. That's not even up for the bait. They're undefeated every year in sales. 
But when it comes to general, the general thoughts of the game and admiration and passion in the player base, I think this is a year where it could start making a turn. And we kind of we kind of have to lay it out, right? Because, like you said, Call of Duty is coming in in the negative right now. We already know what's going on with Activision Blizzard. We don't have to get too much into that, but you know, it's messy over there. Is World War Two, which a lot of people already spoke about their complaints about the era and how they prefer modern, and on top of that. It's Sledgehammer, and they've been known to have some difficulties with their Call of Duty games. And yeah, they just got a lot of guests up going in. It's not going to affect their sales, but the active player base, maybe, over the years. And then Battlefield is coming in on top. People are coming in so positive on Battlefield. I just for clarity, when you mean like, you know, it's gonna make the most money, but player base, it might be less. In other words, you're saying people are gonna buy Call of Duty Vanguard, but there's gonna probably there's probably gonna be a lot of people that are gonna play it once or twice and then never pick it up again because they're going to Battlefield, or not necessarily never, but this holiday people are probably gonna turn to Battlefield and play that more than Call of Duty Vanguard. Is that what you mean? Not that extreme, but yes, that's kind of what I mean. I don't think Battlefield is going to have the bigger player base, but I think this is a year where the scales are going to start tipping a little bit. I think it's it's slowly going to start going into battle Battlefield's favor because of so. everything we just mentioned. I really hope. But so. yeah, I mean. Call of Duty is going to sell so much. There's always going to be people who play it even when they don't like it. Even the complainers who, who you know, criticize it every year, they still buy it regardless. There's those people who just can't escape Call of Duty, so they're going to be on there. They're going to stick to it. But depending, like, it'll be hard to imagine that Battlefield comes out and it like it would have to be pretty bad for it to ruin its <laughs> <laughs> right like it w- it would have to mess up pretty bad for it to ruin its reputation right now yeah battlefield cuz right now is a lot of people are really positive on it the multiplayer is looking really good the trailer revealed it played to every battlefield fans heartstrings you know it it showed everything that people love doing in battlefield and they just did it so right. They're marketing it so right. Not for me, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Carl, they have not messed up. Nobody wants to get <laughs> yeah, It's just crazy where, yeah, it's next-gen versions. Well, Series X and S going to be $70. And it's only going to have multiplayer. And there's going to be microtransactions of the boot. Yeah. You know, you buy operators, buy character skins, camel, etc. Uh, I'm not sure. Did it confirm loot boxes? No, right? It's not going to have loot boxes. Oh, they no, just said cos- nah. just cosmetics and whatever in a $70 game, you know? And a now, lot of that- Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot. <clears throat> they probably could mess up right there. But it's, they already announced that when they first dropped the, the trailer, the reveal trailer. 
And yeah. fans didn't mention it. Fans are like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so hyped. I'm like, dude, what? You know, they're not. You know, they're pretty smart to announce it when they did, too, because they, they threw it right in there when everybody's super hyped on it. Imagine if it came out like three months after they announced it. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to have operators for sale and like all these cosmetics and things like that. It probably would have seemed the worst, but people were too excited to even care about it at the time. Right. But man, I was looking, I went to Gamer. I remember being you, and I just, I was like, man, that looks good. I'm so hyped, you know? It's going to look awesome. And I can't wait for the campaign. I went on Game Rant, no single player. Boom. Cosmetics. <laughs> you know, it's going to be $70. Oh, the, the, the more I read and I dug into Game Rant, the more my heart dropped. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then on top of that, I was like, man, I'm so against it. It's going to look trash. And it was announced for, uh, what was it? It was uh, EA's little press conference. It announced like five or six games. I did an episode on that. If you yeah. Did, you know, check it out. Uh, listeners <clears throat> but that's when they show battlefield portal i'm like great i'm gonna feel like the biggest hypocrite because of one mode i'm like i want to play this game so bad you know when when the trailer when they announced oh you, they, you get to uh call battlefield board, uh, portal it could be uh 10 futuristic soldiers versus 42 world war ii soldiers and the world war ii soldiers have like uh m1 grants or um a car 98s or whatever and then the futuristic soldiers they have like assault rifles you know like future tech yeah, it, looks like, cool. it looks fun it looks it fun looks good it looks fun you know and wow so so in other words well i think I, oh yeah the quick recap is you know call of duty is coming in from what a negative outlook so far battlefield with a positive they would have to mess it up pretty hard to to like squander their their momentum. Right, right. And I'm glad you mentioned the microtransactions and stuff because if they go in too heavy at launch, then yeah, that could turn people away. Um also a quick side note too, I'm thinking if if Battlefield does really well and it starts building a player base over the years, I think this will affect Call of Duty. And they will change their marketing to how Battlefield did it. And they'll go, hey, we took the time to focus strongly on multiplayer to have a highly polished multiplayer. So no single player this year. And I think if they market it like that, like Battlefield did, they could get away with not having to do campaign anymore. And people are going to start supporting that. Like, oh, yeah, all right. Multiplayer focus. Yeah, because that's my prediction. Yeah, but the thing is, like back in 2018, um, Call of Duty pioneered that. Well, Black, yeah, Black Ops Four, and that, yeah, had a negative impact. Still sold well, of course, it's Call of Duty, but it had a negative impact. And then, obviously, after that, the you know Modern Warfare back in 2019, they're like, oh, they're returning a campaign for Modern Warfare. Um, or but I think it's all in the marketing, though, because I think if they did it like Battlefield did it. Because Battlefield said, we're focusing on multiplayer. We want to give you the best multiplayer experience. And it sounds like a positive. Like, hey, we're not putting our attention on campaign. Our whole team is on multiplayer to give you the best multiplayer experience. And the crowd went wild. They're like, oh, perfect. This is going to be great. And I feel like if it is a huge success, Call of Duty will see that. And they'll say, oh, okay, let's try the same thing. I don't know. We, we will have to spend any money on campaign, and we'll just say we devoted our entire team to multiplayer. 
don't know because black ops 4 man they did they focused on multiplayer uh, well actually no i know there was i'm pretty sure it was true but it was heavy rumors that and i think actually one developer spoke out they retracted a statement that they didn't have enough time to complete the uh the, the campaign for that game so they ended up cutting it a few yeah you, like the, the news around it was bad that's why it was negatively impacted but i'm just it, saying this might change their marketing you know if they make it sound like a good thing it could probably work differently that year right right i'm not saying that's gonna happen but i'm just no, of course of course i'm saying yeah. that's one of my predictions that i think it could not that right. it will but i think it could happen right i so think it could I, I could see that connection because no because my point of bringing that up was because black ops 4 had not only multiplayer but it had zombies, which is massively multiplayer. Matter of fact, there is some call, uh, a lot of Call of Duty fans that like to buy Call of Duty, uh, well, Treyarch Call of Duty games strictly for the for zombies. zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also that was the first Call of Duty to announce Battle Royale Blackout mode, and I remember that became the main selling point for Black Ops Four. That's true, and Blackout. it led them to Warzone, which yeah, is and it led a them, huge hit now. Which yeah, and now that's overshadowing. Uh, uh, blackout for a long mile you know what i'm saying so oh yeah blackout's words, pretty much done all right i still like to go back and play it though I, you know what i'm saying like i'm like oh, oh okay. this is this feels right you know like oh man this is where all you started. like it better than warzone i think that's another topic for another all day. Right. okay okay but i love it you know that's a special place in my heart you know that's where it all started but i do love Warzone, when you you know you die, you get to find a Google Lock to come back. I love that. Blackout, like blackout. Once you get capped, that's it. You out. You know. Um, but I love the map. I love what they did. I love blackout. It was special for me. Um, and the Warzone, last one. Oh yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say Warzone has been out for two years, and they still haven't changed the map. Although they released one map, which is a smaller map, but it was a it's a reskin from um what they released actually in Call of Duty Black Ops 4. So they're not coming up with anything new for Warzone. Um, but I heard they're going to change that because of Vanguard. But yeah, yeah, now with Vanguard, they're going to add another map. Yeah. Right. So because they did that, I, I think, you know, that that may not happen. But again, we'll, we'll see. Because also, too, like Battlefield, a big complaint with that series, or people were like, oh, don't mind the absence of the campaign. It was because Call of Duty's campaign, it, the way they did the action the narrative the gunplay uh yeah, the, the, the campaign experience the set yeah it's very cinematic a player compare excuse me to battlefield's experience you know so i guess that's why people are more excusing with you know oh battlefield 2042 is uh, campaign is going to be absent that's all right you know it sucked anyway or people wanted a, a bad company three for years you know uh but Dice doesn't want to get what people, you know, give what people want. Said they're going this route, and people are like, oh, okay, you know, as long as they're out of World War II. And that was another thing for for um, a while, you know, Battlefield One, which was great, sold excellent. The whole controversy with Battlefield Five, but again, it went to went forward technically to World War Two. So Battlefield One was World War One, Battlefield Five was World War Two, and you know, people wanted a modern experience. I remember that was that was a a complaint people wanted back company three so i think uh, honestly that is also what affected sales as well in addition to obviously the big criticism that will happen to battlefield 5 um of, of the fantasy war two take you know mm-hmm. where in the beginning they were predicting that was accurate um 
but yeah, so I don't know. I really hope to see that. My hope is that yeah, like Battlefield wins on top, you know, on sales, which I know it's most likely not to happen. But I really hope that they sell well, and or in the player base is so popular more than Call of Duty Vanguard that Activision goes, you know what? And plus, with all the lawsuits that's happening, you know, let's let's give Call of Duty a break. Let let's let's take a year off and let's focus more <laughs> effort on the game. You know, all right, Carl, that's a wild, more. wild dream of yours. <laughs> that's even no. that's even crazier than me saying Call of Duty is going to launch without a campaign. No, because and the reason why I say that is because Battlefield Five, um, it released in 2018, I do believe. We didn't have a Battlefield game to compete with Call of Duty for two years, and that's why there was such also an increase of popularity or, or, or in terms of uh, audience. For two for the past two years, because there hasn't no been Halo a Battlefield either. for two years, and no Halo either. Exactly. Twenty seventeen. So exactly. There was Halo there was, Five. Exactly. Activision has been on stage for the past two years, and you know the, the hardcore first-person shooter fans of war games, you know, they went to that. So now the return of Battlefield and Halo Infinite being free to play, um, I honestly think we will see a dramatic change in terms of sales, and I hope that happens. I could be wrong, of course. I but think it still really had hope. plenty of competition, though. But but Battlefield and Halo were like the original competitors. You know, this yeah, fight has been going yeah. on for years. But yeah, but then there's like new players into the mix, like like uh, you know Fortnite, obviously. Then I don't know how Valorant is doing, but Valorant and Overwatch and even Split Gate, like there's a lot to choose from. The, they're not like on Call of Duty level. Well, Fortnite is huge, but you know Split what I'm saying. Split Gate is blowing up, dude. I think the last time I looked, that has 5 million concurrent players. 5 yeah, million. It, That's yeah, it's crazy. stacking up. It's stacking up. Yeah, and I read that, like, I think a month ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's, it's it's crazy. So I think that's blowing up real quick. But but another thing with Halo, specifically, that's an Xbox exclusive. So it doesn't have the wide access to the audience yeah. like Call of Duty did on PS3. 360, Xbox One, etc. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that's something to be considered, you know, as, as well. Why Halo was never, never really had those numbers because it was locked on console. But Halo Infinite being free to play, definitely one factor. Yeah, and it, two, it drops a barrier big time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the other barrier being dropped, it's on PC. Yes. Xbox Series X, Xbox One. Xbox One, the series consoles, PC, all free to play. Yeah, and I think I want to see some serious numbers when that launches as well. Because I'm going to be a part I'm, of that, man. I'm Halo. obviously rooting for Halo. I'm going to be on Halo. I'll play Battlefield later when yeah, it's you would. probably on EA Play or whatever. But Yeah, well, they're going to have a 10-hour trial, I do believe. To my knowledge, that was going to be on EA Play. Okay. So in other words, you have 10 hours to play the game. Like, 10-hour trial, you know? I do believe I remember reading that, so... Hope that's true, because then I'll I'll give it a try. You know, I won't guarantee no matter how much I like it, I will buy it because it's going to be seventy bucks. But yeah, I think Call of Duty yeah. is definitely the titan right now in this fight. You know, definitely. Definitely. and I think Battlefield is going to be hitting harder in this fight. But I think Halo, they're going to build, they're going to get stronger in the long run since it's free oh, really? to play. Yeah, I think since it's free to play, and the gameplay is looking really good, like 
Carl, I was really impressed with the flight that they did. <laughs> I was really impressed. A lot impressed. of people like, were. Lot like, people. it really turned, like, uh, they, they did Sprint right. I can't believe they included Sprint, and it feels right. I, I'm one of those anti-Sprint guys, but since they made it so slow and not overpowering or anything, it, it just feels... Everything just looked really nice, Carl. And and I want to play. I'm playing Splitgate basically to hold me off until Halo. Right. And anyways, that being said, because it got so much positive feedback during that flight, I think people are going to go in, you know, free to play, no barrier. And I think it's going to be building a really strong player base, active player base for the foreseeable future. And I think it could probably compete with Call of Duty, even though it's on limited platforms right right but at, at the beginning just to be clear at the beginning call of duty is going to be on top no matter what but slowly the scales are gonna start tipping towards right. battlefield and halo <laughs> it's gonna be a fun holiday i'll say because also the other editions of, of other games releasing this holiday i think it's gonna be a great holiday but i think so too yeah. So overall, if I, I didn't misunderstand you, Call of Duty sales, but Call of Duty sales and player base, to be honest, at the start. But then Battlefield is gonna fight hard. I think Battlefield is gonna be the biggest competitor to Call of Duty, and then Halo. Oh, sorry, because it launches later than than uh, both of those games. That's right. Uh, I forgot about Halo that. launches later. Yeah. Yeah, in December, and Call of Duty, isn't it, like, November 5th, to my memory, or maybe earlier than that? I think Battlefield is in October, right? It's, like, late October, Battlefield? Yeah, yes. So you're right, yeah, I totally forgot about that. That's something to take into account, too. It's going to be awesome. Well, all right. That's exciting. I'm going to be on Halo. I'm going to be on Halo. Definitely me, too. Yeah. All right, well, Tony, my man, thank you so very much. Uh... Thank you so very much for joining me on this 20th anniversary. Uh, 20th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 20 years, baby. Yes. I, I proclaim it. Hey, I proclaim it. Um, <laughs> no, thank you so much, my brother, for uh, joining me on this episode. The 20th and uh, Oh, my goodness. 20th a- episode. <laughs> 20th yeah, episode. 20 years. 20th episode yeah. of QA Gaming. This, this, this is a big milestone for me. It is. And the show yeah. will continue. And Congratulations, uh, 20 episodes. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Hopefully, twenty more. I know it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna happen. And again, this is I love the show. You know, I love the show. I love the listeners. And again, I'm so appreciate each and every one of you supporting me. I know we're only twenty episodes in. For the old people, are like, my car has not a lot. You know, got calm down. But no, for me, this is a big deal because I. It's a lot. Yeah, the yeah. the ten episode graveyard is true. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I passed there. I'm not dead. I beat that level, you know? <laughs> so, Tony, thank you so much, my man, and having a good talk with me. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I don't even know and, what time it is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, all right, and listeners, that will conclude this episode of True Way Gaming. Thank you so very much. If you have any questions and or topics that you want us to talk about here on the show, or most likely me, whenever Tony's available, but yeah, or me, uh, you can send your questions and or topics at... Um, uh, email twgp questions at gmail.com make sure you write question at the subject bar and also leave your name so that way i could probably address you here on the show and hopefully yeah your 
question and or topic will be featured on the next episode. Tony, is there any, uh, are you on the interwebs at all? Anybody could find you, any social media and or whatever you do? <laughs> or right. nothing to announce yet? No, not yet, no. Not yet? Okay, okay, cool. If anybody got questions, just uh, they'll go through you, you ask me, and... <laughs> I'll bring you back on the show, and that yeah. way we do a Q&A. I'll be yeah, I'll love that. Awesome. I love that. You gotta do that. All right. So God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Jesus loves you. My name is One Way Soldier, and Tony's where you coming? Oh, and I'm Tony. Have a good one. <laughs> and this is the end of our transmission. You. That was good.